Get ready. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. I am Commonjace, your host for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and we get to know our guest. It is episode 149 of the Weekly Cooldown and it is March 18th. It is March 18th. Uh, we have headlines and um, news is like, I don't know, news has been slow this week. But with everything else going on in the world, I'm like, I get it. Like, who has time for video game news? But there's some, some things on the horizon I think you should look out for. So we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But first, the headlines. Let's get to it. The Perfect Dark reboot, which was announced back in 2020, has seen a sudden and worrying change in its development cycle. According to reports, the studio behind the reboot, the Initiative Studio, has seen much of its team from design, programming, art, and writing reduced to less than half. According to former employees, development has been slow on the project, and due to issues with leadership, team members said they felt unheard on key issues. Among the departures was the reboot's director, Dan Neuberger. Currently, it is hard to say what this could mean for the game's future. Game developer veteran Hideo Kojima has received the Japanese Minister's Award for Fine Arts. According to Hideo Kojima's Twitter page, the Death Stranding creator received the 72nd award for from the Japanese government tweeting that he's been creating games for 36 years and is, quote, very happy that the immature medium of games has been highly evaluated as a cultural art form of expression. Hideo Kojima is the second Japanese video game designer to receive this award, the first being Shigeru Miyamoto. And finally, Wordle, the game that has been widely played since 2021 and now into 2022, has also recently been bought out by the New York Times, is now seeking its third-party counterparts being taken down as well. Seeing, rather. Wordle Archive, for example, known for keeping older Wordle puzzle organized and free to play if players missed a day or wanted to go play older puzzles, is being shut down at the request of the New York Times. It is not quite clear yet if Wordle likes or Wordle adjacent games like Dordle, Quordle, Absurdle, Nerdle, Heardle, Wordle, Worldle, or Squirtle, the Pokemon Wordle-like game, will be shut down by the Times. So far, Wordle has remained free, despite the $1 million acquisition by the New York Times. Likewise, we are not sure if this means that Wordle will be going pay to play. And those are just some of the headlines from this week. Remember, of course, if you ever want to talk about any of these, if you want to share your Wordle results with me, you can do so by tweeting at me at Gaming or tweeting at the uh, the the podcast, WK Cooldown, is where you'll find that on Twitter. Um, hey, gang. <laughs> We've got a guest here. Um, one guest that I was trying to get on during February. If you recall, we had a whole bunch of black history uh month episodes um really great folks on 
Um, I could not fit all of the people that I wanted. And by golly, this, this wonderful woman is one of them. Um, please welcome. Oh my gosh. I'm so dumb. I didn't ask like how to refer you know, to you. I was just thinking that. I was like, gosh, I hope I don't need a name here. I <laughs> was like, oh no, I'm just going to refer to this person as this person this no, whole it's, you know time. What? I really appreciate the buildup. There's this air of suspense there. And also, I, it makes me feel like, um, you know, kind of mysterious, like, mm-hmm. like, and then like I dropped share. It. And then I was like, what's the name? <laughs> Uh, I usually go by Izzy. Izzy is uh, my sort of online. That's that's, just, that's where I throw that around. Yes. Um, so that is yeah, perfect, great, excellent. Hello, I'm Welcome, Izzy. Great Izzy. to meet you. Likewise, um, very very happy to meet you. Um, I'm also noticing that you go by she they pronouns, and I was just like throwing throwing pronouns around. I should have asked those first. Are I interchangeable. <laughs> Either of those, all perfect. Good. I um. I'm doing bad today as um, <laughs> one of the queer folk. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Happy to be here. I say us, but Paul's not here because he's playing Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, I um, mean, aren't we all? Like, <laughs> well, that leads me to my first question. What have you been playing this week? Uh, let's see. This week, uh, it's been a busy week, so I haven't touched much of anything, but I am mm. walking a friend through um, Mass Effect 2. For the first time it's her first time playing um so i i had to get back into it just because i was oh, like sure. oh, remember that and b um she is well she's been very tolerant of me as i like sit on her couch like oh watch this part watch this part as if she has you know any other choice oh but it's so exciting <laughs> uh so i'm doing that and then also watching a you know three-year-old playthrough of uh two two-year-old i guess playthrough of uh, the Last of Us Part Two, just because sometimes I'm like, am I too happy right now? What can I <laughs> sure. do to feel more angry and sad? And How can I bring myself exactly down? Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Beautiful. Well, that's, I mean, there's something like beautiful in trying to, um, you know, kind of relate, I guess, to sadder stories instead of playing the just the fun games. Right, you know, sometimes you just need a <laughs> reminder of reality, although this particular one, I don't know, that whole, what if the world was suddenly engulfed by a plague and that what dropped in 2020 and is still going mm. on? So I was like, this feels a little too real. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was real weird to um, be excited about the Resident Evil remakes when they were coming out mm-hmm. and Resident Evil 8. Um, because I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> the outside world kind of feels like this right now. Go. So, <laughs> um, luckily there's no zombies. So, I mean, don't gotta worry about that. Small mercies. <laughs> small mercies. You're right. Um, super. Very good. Very good. So, you I, are a part of a group called Friends Who Roll Dice. I, I am. A uh, relatively recently acquired group, the Friends Rural Dice, is a much, much larger project, but they produce um, regular, regular is how I pronounce that word, mm-hmm. now that I'm fancy and on podcast, regular <laughs> um, streaming content on Twitch, often TTRPG related. Uh, one of their mo- more recent shows just launched in 
gosh, was it end of January? Um, mm. Led by a friend of mine, Eli. Uh, we are playing a game called, uh, the game itself is Urban Shadows. It's called No Peace and Death. Um, and yeah, that is, I think, yes, my first production um, with this particular, with Friends Who Rule Dice, who are great, you know. Um, I find that the online TTRPG community, in particular, like the streaming and um, any like, you know, queer POC people, it's like a small-ish universe, you know, so I've known a lot of these people I've met. I had met most of the other players in the cast before we started the show, but it's been uh, such a great time, really enjoying it. Very good. Um, how how did the group start up? Do you know? Um, yeah, actually, that was one. Uh, let's see. So I stumbled into just, I guess, sort of a <laughs> like a bundle, a circle of internet friends. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us who kind of play in different games all at the same time. Um, and like I said, Eli, my friend, was one of those. Um, they put out a casting call for No Friends in Death. Gosh. At, at the end of last year, maybe. Um, and just just because I wanted to support them in the show, they were really excited about it. I was really excited about it um, and, you know, dropped in an, uh, an audition form. So as far as I know, that's what me and several other people did, um, as I think was kind of a, like a flood of inquiries, 100 plus something like that. I really can't speak to the specific number, but several of us applied. And we just sort of rounded it down to, I think there are six of us now, including Eli. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think again, most of like several of us had like met each other or, you know, heard of each other. We're in sort of the same circles, but it's been really, really fun to, to play and meet new people. And, um, I'm newish to urban shadows. Who doesn't want to play a werewolf every once in a while, you know? So it's a solid, solid time. Very good. We, we love it here. Um, especially when, you know, kind of old groups of friends make something new and it's like, you know, I, is is successful the right word? I want to say successful oh, and absolutely blooming. <laughs> I guess it depends on how you you know measure success. But sure, um, we have our you know biweekly stream. People come to watch. Uh, there's a tip option that's great. Um, we play the game. We are constantly surprised by things. I really enjoy. Um, I, I don't stream a whole lot and when I do it's usually TTRPGs, but I really like that, you know, the clip options. You can see just a, yeah. a ridiculous assortment of uh, the expressions everyone makes when someone, you know, drops a bomb or like f- uncovers some sort of mystery. It's just a, it's like a mutual sort of <gasps> moment and it's a lot right. of Right. Yes. Love it. Beautiful. I'm excited to see more. Um... And now tell us about Pod Against the Machine. Pod Against the Machine, yeah, that one is a uh, holds a special place for uh, a lot of reasons. Pod Against the Machine is the oh gosh, here we go, a lot of ad- <laughs> adverbs, adjectives coming up here. The uh, weekly Exciting. Pathfinder One E Iron Gods Adventure Path from Paizo that I play on. Um, that is almost essentially the first TTRPG I'd ever played. Like, uh, <laughs> I know I say always, if I had learned more about um, different systems and Pathfinder in particular, I probably would have 
would have opted to learn a little bit more about Pathfinder mm-hmm. before jumping onto a podcast about it. But sure. uh, you know, it kind of just happened like things came together in a perfect storm, and I was selected to join this really great cast of random strangers online. Uh, we all met in summer of 2020. So again, like so you know, a lot, lot happening. Obviously, summer of 2020. Yeah. It was a busy time in so many ways um and in that first kind of six months of uh of pandemic in particular um i i lost my job pretty quickly when the when everything shut down um Mm -hmm. and so i was had nothing to do and suddenly couldn't see any of my friends and so i was spending a lot of time online and um kind of stumbled into ttrpgs and in those first couple of weeks, I was playing everything I could find. And I saw this post on Reddit that said, like, hey, come play this. And I was like, sure, yeah, okay, I can buy recording equipment, whatever. Um, not really thinking about the ramifications of that, that or that that would last any further than a couple of months. But it's now oh. been a year and a half. We just Tur- dropped yep. our 65th episode. Amazing. Um it's fantastic. We have a really, really strong um, subscriber base. Our Discord is real fun. Um, please, please stop by and join that. You can find us Pod versus Machine on Twitter. Um, we discuss cats. Uh, the rest of the cast discusses Beautiful. yogurt, which I excellent. do not because I have a texture thing. That um, is also it's great. Excellent. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Beautiful. There's nothing more than I love. Uh, that I love that is a cat yogurt discussion. It is Ugh, yeah, gorgeous. it's bizarre how often those come up, but uh, <laughs> always manage to find find a way. It's um, cats is like universal. Like, cats, yes, cats easy. So I guess at some point, you know, always a time for a cat conversation. <laughs> yogurt is a little less universal, but still go. somehow quite universal. Pretty universal, as actually I've learned. That is one of many things I've learned in the last year and a half of playing. <laughs> RPGs. It's like dice systems, rolling rules, and yogurt is literally everywhere. Amazing. I can't believe I'm talking about it now. Beautiful. See, it's even here. <laughs> we made it in. Um, much like you, I decided to play my first um, like D and D. I play. I think we play Five E. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could not tell you what we're playing. I just know that I'm having a great time at awesome. it. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> Um, and ever since starting with this particular core group, even, it seems like, like either we've had like varying influences on one another. Like now I'm thinking like, maybe I should start DMing. And now my DM is like, maybe I should start a show where I'm DMing the show. So like we have like (laughs) these trading interests all of a sudden where... It's kind of funny how often it comes up. And I think, you know, obviously part of it is it's such a natural story. Uh, yeah, such a natural medium for mm-hmm. storytelling. Um, like there's no, it just makes so much sense. You know, it, at some point, especially now, I think in the pandemic times, um, like I mentioned, I started playing when everyone was still quarantining. So playing online with, you know, a mic um, and recording and seeing people's faces, like, you know, that uh, and digital dice, all those things, was, and it still is normal to me, as opposed to um, some friends who have been playing for a longer time for whom, you know, playing in person was very much mm-hmm. the standard until a year and two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't even really imagine. I, I literally have. I've, I've done it now tw- a couple times, and it is a lot of fun, but I it is still, for me, that is kind of like a... It's a weekly, like, or not a weekly, it's like a fun treat. Like, oh, we're going to do this in person. I'm going to get have to get my real dice and remember what shapes they are kind right. of thing. Um, 
But that I think, you know, since moving to an online platform, it's just one well, a couple more steps removed to then make it into a podcast. You're already telling this story with your friends. Everyone has already, you know, uh, has a mic set up to some degree. It feels like it's not a whole lot to be like, hey, why don't we just turn this into a podcast? Right. And I felt the same about DMing. I was the same way in which, you know, like I said, started in 2020. And by the end of that year, I was sort of like, what if I just run a game for some people? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is great. I don't, I've been introducing more and more people to it because again two years ago i've been like i'm you want me to play dungeons and dragons ew no come on <laughs> uh, i stopped at musical theater nerd thank you um <laughs> as it turns out the musical theater nerd thing helps a lot it really does mm-hmm. just feel like dramatic improv yeah um same if you're a writer out there right if you like writing you'll love uh, voice acting with your friends yep it's pretty great super great um that's excellent. Any fun uh, stories from any of your sessions? Oh, gosh. So many fun stories. What one like, would fit really well? Uh, okay. Well, this one is, is fun and, and embarrassing. Yes. Um, one of the first games I started playing, again, this was in, uh, I think, gosh, December 2020, mm-hmm. um, was meant to be a one-shot. We were playing 5e as well. Um, a friend from college... Uh, who is now an actress, has a bunch of actor friends, and they all play together, and she invited me, and I was like, whoa, there's no way I can hang with you people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I couldn't, and I can't, (laughs) but it was fun. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, and it was, since it was supposed to be a one-shot, I thought, um, like, okay, this is, you know, which, for those not in the know, is like a one-session game, three hours. They rarely last that, or they. I feel like oftentimes my one shots go over, but this per- this particular game was concise, type mm-hmm. type uh, hundred and eighty minutes. Wow. Um, and so I, you know, I thought for like just a joke character, I would have someone based on Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Um, it was okay. just kind of very like, okay, well, I just don't really understand why we have to use the sword because sometimes, you know, it's not necessary. And also I've got makeup on. Um, <laughs> that was just really like a, like a fun, easy trope to do for yes. one night. Uh, and then that game became two games, became three. We ended up finishing that uh, a year and some change later, just earlier in March. Um, <laughs> there's so many times I was like, I am playing this... Uh, how do we say, uh, interesting, interesting character. <laughs> it's been mm-hmm. over a year. Um, the great part about that, though, was, you know, getting to work in some um, unintentional character growth because you can really only play, like, vapid, sort of shallow uh, for for so long before it's some, like, at some point you have to have, yes, like, something change. And it was a great opportunity because this game was with friends. So we we did, we were able to develop characters and, mm-hmm. you know, our relationships change and our characters change. And that is just, that character ended mostly different from how she began, which was, I don't know, I did not think could happen with like a fictional character, but I guess that's yeah. what TV is. So there you go. You guys wrote your own TV show. Exactly. I like to think of myself as a writer, too. I am not, but it's fun to pretend. <laughs> as referenced by D&D. <laughs> um, super. I mean, you, you, in my opinion, you, you've done it. You've lived the dream. You got to play D&D with actors. Oh, yeah, that was 
great. I can't. <laughs> I think the first session that ended with everyone crying, I was sort of like, I don't understand how this is happening. I know that none of you are dead. We're all sitting right here and yet yeah, you're right. in tears. And it's just, I. it's not for everybody for sure. Um, and I will say I've played enough different groups at this point where like some people... I think this is true for any like uh, any TTRPG, not just D and D, but um, any system you find. Uh, some people are there for like the strategy. Um, mm-hmm. That's especially true for quote unquote crunchier systems. Like um, people are going to get upset. D and D and Pathfinder. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, I think any game there where you're um, where you are telling a story, I like to really get into it and. Yeah. If that means everyone was crying by the end of the session, well, I mean that you probably did a good job, or or everyone is dead, and you maybe strategically didn't do a good job. But hey, yeah. Story wise, great job. Super, I love it. Um. All right. Well, now we're going to take a minute to. First of all, let's hype you up for a second because you're great. And <laughs> Thank you. Everything you've said so far makes me jealous. I want. <laughs> Um, I want this for me and my group. I want everything you said for me and my group. Um, we can make it happen. We are doing it. Um, <laughs> I actually have a one shot that I'm gonna play tomorrow. Oh, very nice. What is it? Can I ask? Um, is it a secret? I have to go look at what it's called. <laughs> but um, a friend of the show and previous guest Tavon is gonna be on with me. Nice. Um, along with friend Brett and Dorky Dino. <laughs> um. The game, I believe, is called da, 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 The Adversary. Oh, so mysterious. Um, yes, The Adversary. It's the distant future. Humanity has spread itself far and wide across the sky. The species is experimenting in, uh, in an age of discovery and prosperity thanks to their advanced technology and sure, thinking sure. machines. Um, so it's like a very futuristic type thing. Where instead of playing as a human, you're playing as a dog. Um, wow, yeah, that is a new one. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm really excited to give it a try. I've yet to actually make my character, though. Um, the last minute characters are always the best ones. I find. That's that's how I made Crash, my <laughs> half, half-orc uh, warlock. Very nice. Um, who is, uh, you know, doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so as we, um, move on to the next segment, what I really wanted to do though, is highlight some other women creators, some other lady creators out there. It is women, his women's history month. And, um, I don't, I don't always know what to do on this show for that, <laughs> but I think the best thing to do right now, uh, especially given some news we're going to talk about later is to celebrate some creators out there who are doing some really great stuff. So do you have any that come to mind? Let's see. Um, I would say, I think first of my friend, uh, Junie, Junie the Kitchen Witch on on Twitter. Um, she, they, uh, and let's see, at Stellar Empress on Twitter is the name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, you know, it sort of depends on what exactly you mean by creative. But I think of all this sort of in the same field, you know, a lot of a lot of people I work with uh, produce shows um, for, you know, various streaming things uh, or act in them or write in them. And I think Junie is uh, an excellent, really great producer, although I first met them um, in a game we played together in an all BIPOC game back in 
Jan. Oh gosh, actually, I guess it was last year. Um, a game called Slayers. I met a bunch of really great people. Um, Junie is one of them. Fantastic, fantastic producer. You should use her. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another great producer and personal just just uh, just friend slash like uh, we send each other cat pictures every once in a while is my friend Jess. Um, they are the producer at one of the producers at uh, Hutopia, which is another channel I work with fairly frequently. Um, that is, I think, a really great one. I tell all of my beginning uh, my like new friends who want to get more into streaming um, or just tabletops in general to like start there. I think it's a lot of fun. It's they have games constantly it's a really great way to meet people mm-hmm. um i some of the people i met there actually ended up going to a conference with like irl you know at the end of last year um so i think it's it's great for making even real people friends yeah. um and and jess is like a backbone there and just so cool and incredibly hardworking. um and i think mo is another person mo is also a producer um, and I'm using, I'm using, I'm sure, all of the wrong, like, titles here. And so I so apologize <laughs> if you guys listen to this. Later. Sorry. Um, uh, at, also at Hutopia, um, another great friend, one of the people I went to that conference with. Um, and also the DM for a game I played last summer uh, called Donuts and Duels on Hutopia. That's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, like, I think everyone is just, I meet so many cool people and I'm like mm-hmm. all inspired to like, I want to try this. Um, and I think for especially with uh, with streaming TTRPGs, there are so many parts that go into sort of the background production. You know, it's like, I mean, you you obviously know it's yes. uh, it's like, you know, managing a TV show. So having mm-hmm. being able to do the program management and like making sure everyone has um, the right setup and feels comfortable is is super important, especially in in a space that is often dominated by uh like white men i appreciate yep. um these three in particular for like making space for everyone who isn't that sort of uh quote unquote old guard um and you know letting some other people try things it's great yes very true very good um Shout outs to all them ladies uh, um, mo on twitter is oh gosh i just lost it uh, Serena Basis. Um, all one word, capital S, capital B. Um, I would like to highlight the following people. <laughs> First, uh, Lexi, at Black Girl Mage on Twitter. A wonderful, wonderful human who was on uh, last month. Um, who has this incredible energy just talking about, like, TTRPGs. Um, talking about what it means to be black and playing TTRPGs. Just r- really great energy. Um, and is like, I don't know, a TTRPG queen? Is that a thing? Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely a thing. And <laughs> it's definitely Lexi's thing, for sure. I will, I am led by the queen and I follow in her footsteps. <laughs> um, really just an awesome, awesome individual. Um, Tabby Cat, Tabby Catto on Twitter. Um, a voice actress, um, among other things, many other things who, um, got to speak with, I, I got to speak with, um, regarding some, uh, harassment that was going on actually on Twitch and who has been really, really supportive, um, in the past when I've been interested in voice acting myself, who has given me some pretty good advice. And it's also, I, also draws i didn't know that actually everyone is <laughs> I didn't so multi-talented these days uh, yeah I does TikTok. art 
Yeah, right. I I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> really great person. Um, we'll have her on once again soon. I hope. Um, Kiki X Baby, who was on last year for Black History Month, who I believe just got um signed with Bandai Namco, um, to be a content creator for them on Twitch. Very cool. Um, really like doing amazing big things um so happy for her um hope i can be that big someday <laughs> um the purple sharpie uh fighting game queen <laughs> although she does kind of dunk on uh um grapplers which i tend to play in fighting games <laughs> but that's always okay. someone who does <laughs> yes um but uh, the purple sharpie really does, you know, kind of know her stuff. Um, really knows fighting games. Is re- a really cool um, fighting game like commentator. Um, started doing podcasting, even um, just like so so good to that community, um, the fighting game community especially. Um, happy to have had her on as well. Um, Kate from the Ignorance Was Bliss podcast, who is kind of like one of those comfy people who just kind of drift into your life, right? Just like Mm -hmm. knows how to talk to people, is just very kind and, uh, you know, you say hello and they say hello back and Mm -hmm. then you have this long conversation about life and then it's like, okay, well, take care of yourself. Yeah, but you remember that forever. (laughs) Yes, just beautiful beautiful human um and finally briggsy cakes um i uh, like a, a wonderful um gaming journalist a uh, great streamer super funny on stream um great energy um and like a a very powerful personality um was also on last year for black history month um and was just very powerful in her um delivery especially because that was the year um of all the um uh rallies for black lives um it was just really amazing to have her on it's really amazing to see her still doing her thing still writing for games journalism despite what game journalism does to women and to black people um just superhero status there yes absolutely um, shout out to Brixie Cakes. Uh, love all y'all. Okay. And that's the shout out session. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. Feels good to get that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Stick around. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time. I can't understand why This is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo. Some are just... Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. Hi, I'm Maddox Campbell, host of Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true 
but with terrible, ironic consequences. Each episode, we take a magic wish. Then, my comedian guests and I try to come up with the perfect, balanced cost. We break the wish down from every angle. I think I'd rather, well, would I rather be spit on the piano? <laughs> underwear excluded. I was, I was right. literally about to be like, okay, we haven't talked about underwear. You but haven't talked like about underwear. Yeah. Why are your farts visible like a cartoon? I can't answer that That's question. That's the face of yes. <laughs> yeah. Could you use your weather powers to battle the meteorologists? No. Main part of the boot. I'm not looking for anything that might surprise ruin my day. Yeah. Surprise ruin your day. If my day. day's gonna be ruined, I want to know about it. For more information, visit breakawish.ca or thesonarnetwork.com. What would you wish for? to the show so it's time to get into the actual news again news was kind of i don't know i don't want to say sparing this week but um there are some important stories and then there's some like other things happening so we're gonna talk about (laughs) just a few important ones um specifically starting with ea ea and e3 um, EA is not doing an E3-style showcase this year, instead opting for presentations throughout the year. Usually we can expect gaming conventions to begin popping up in the summertime, but this year it seems some companies are pulling their showcases from E3-style events and opting for their own show. Right now it is unclear if E3 will even be happening this year or any other year after. As a reminder, for 2020, E3 was cancelled due to the pandemic and returned digital only for 2021, but as the pandemic continues and as companies reevaluate where and how they showcase their games, gaming cons like E3 seem to no longer be on the horizon. And that's kind of sad. It is. There's um, there's a real nostalgia there. You know, I... I, I, in my head, I have this very romantic story of like buying snacks and setting up in front of the computer for every like it's like oh it's summertime that's how you know it's the marker right. of summer warm yeah. weather is E three season, um, and now I feel like I'm just gonna have to get all my videos in different places. It's it's it it gives me the same anxiety as having too many streaming options. You know, like I've yes. got my Hulu, I've got my Disney, you've got like HBO, and and I can't remember where all the things are all the time. I, I just want everything say. in a nice folder. It's kind of, it's super bittersweet because in some cases you think like, there's no reason why one company should have all that power. Sure. <laughs> but at the, but in the other uh, sense, right, E3 is usually this like really big show, massive showcases, right? Um, that's where we even learned about The Last of Us 2 um, in, in the big tent, right? Where they mm-hmm. had people playing guitar and stuff like that. Um but now it's like, will we ever have those kinds of shows again where we are like genuinely surprised by the announcements and that the way that they're announcing them, right? The money and um, kind of influence that they are putting into just showing off one of their new IPs. Yeah, it is. You know, it's a, it's a story about not even fully E3 yet so much as like EA, but mm-hmm. it is one of those. It feels like a 
I don't know, like a microcosm for the rest of the world. It's like, yeah. what about this thing that I was really used to? And I, you know, like clearly safety is is paramount and I'm fully behind canceling and digitalizing things, um, especially for, you know, communities who aren't safe to like be able to like leave, which is really, I think, it depends, I guess it depends on how you feel, but it, it, I understand the sentiment here, but it is, there is also a part of me that's like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're right. It is very much, though, like a, I guess that's a, a sign of changing times, right? There's the, this time this year, right? You would be thinking about um, summertime and mm-hmm. game cons and new games coming out and so on and so forth. And now it kind of feels like, I guess I'll learn about them whenever, you know, Nintendo feels like doing their right thing or Square Enix I guess does their thing and uh, for EA to have to pull out especially because they used to do these presentations where you could actually play the game at E3 if you were there that that I mean that really must be kind of a blow to fans of those of those games yeah I I don't I just I you know I'm I don't have the attention span to like sit and have watched all of the any all of any of the E3s of the past. Mm-hmm. But I certainly go and find my favorite games. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still waiting on a number of primarily uh, New Dragon Age, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Dragon Age 4. That's the one. Yeah. It's supposed to... Um, there were, we were supposed to have some news about that a while ago. I know. And now, like I, well, a, I guess we'll see. They gave us like a small taste and then they're like, okay, good. <laughs> Remember <laughs> us? And they're like, yes. <laughs> And they were like, great. Okay, continue to do that for a while. Thank you. <laughs> until we feel like it. Right, until we're ready. Um, yeah, wow. Well, hopefully, uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, we'll see E3 returned. Maybe this is the year that we uh, go to other conventions. PAX East will be in person this year. Um, and I believe GDC, um, Game Developers Conference, is or will be as well um yeah like i mentioned i went to my very first convention uh last like crisp last christmas november i guess of last year it was pax unplugged um and i was concerned about it for a lot of reasons not the least of which being this was like right before omicron so it had you know died down Mm -hmm. i thought they they did a really good job of like maintaining social distancing and mask wearing everyone had to be vaccinated and um Proved and all that, which I was very much down for. Uh, but there was still sort of like this weird, ominous feeling. It's just been so long since I've been in a building yeah. with that many people. And it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels weird. Well, here's hoping that we can all get back to a little bit of video game normalcy. <laughs> um, moving on to our next topic, Twitch. Twitch seems to be taking a little bit more action against hate raids as they consider legal action against a new wave. This past weekend, there was a surge of new hate raids targeted at women and LGBTQ plus streamers. According to reports, the raids are coming from Cozy.tv, a streaming platform founded by noted white nationalist Nick Fuentes. Twitch said it is suspending the accounts when they are discovered, but also looking into other legal actions they can take against the raiders. Um, so we've reported on this story once before, specifically the part about 
Twitch um, taking legal action, wanting mm-hmm. to take legal action against um, hate raiders. But this is the first time when we're seeing this kind of we know where it's coming from. The call is coming from inside the house. Kind <laughs> right, of issue. yeah. Um, and it is particularly worrying that they can come from a separate streaming platform altogether, right? Yeah. That you can have a stream up elsewhere and say, hey, let's go bother this other person right. on a completely different platform and and people will do it. Yeah, it is. I, I really have a hard time conceiving of it for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is I still feel very new to the whole idea of streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love it. I think it makes a lot of sense. I grew up watching my <laughs> watching my brother play video games that I had no interest in, but I was like, oh, this is fun. Um, he's he's a, he's big into streaming now. I you know, and so I so certainly there is like an element, a large element that is like this. This needs to be handled, but mm-hmm. I just can't get over the idea that it has to, that it has to be handled at all. Granted, I'm not I'm not at all surprised that this is a thing. Right. Like people will find ways to be truly terrible. Yeah. Through anything. Yeah. But it yeah, just yeah. seems so. I I guess I the the idea that that this has been let's a continue it like it's a plan a and it seems to be something that no one can stop, which mm-hmm. I am skeptical of is highly disconcerting i have to wonder i have a i know a video game lawyer out there i may have to ask him like what what can twitch possibly do in the form of legal action i mean there i i guess there's nothing really on the platform that specifically says you can't hate raid right Hmm. like how can you what legal action can they possibly take and i hate to like devil's advocate that but like i don't know what they can do (laughs) you know and i don't know enough about (laughs) law to speculate but it Mm -hmm. certainly does feel like i mean this is a lot of this is very just just straight up harassment which is is bad i guess i don't know if that's like illegal and this is i don't know enough about law things to make any sort of like you know judgment but um, certainly it is damaging, and I feel like there uh, every day it looks like there there there's new evidence of this that it is happening. Especially mm-hmm. if we can, you know, are for now able to trace these things, it does feel. I don't know. I'm very much in favor of anything more than what we're already doing because that is clearly not working. Very true. Yes. I mean, I we don't know what they can do, but goddamn it, they better do it. <laughs> um, Just try something. Yeah, and it's. Again, it's scary. I mean, that someone, first of all, like, I took a little peek at Cozy TV. Don't tell nobody. But, <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the only people on there, first of all, are, like, the obvious people. Right. And then also, like, Alex Jones, right? Like, <laughs> these are the people you will expect to be on here. These, like, conspiracy theorists, um, weird... Um, like super evangelical people it's it's the uh, <laughs> you know it's the, it's the it's the january 6th sort of crowd yeah. but video games yeah and not not only video games <laughs> i mean uh-huh. like literally i'm i'm 
looking at it and like cringing a little bit because there's like let's do a stream it's video games and then one of them is like world war three is happening and i'm I, like oh, can we like just the chill <laughs> i'm a little concerned for you yeah. I, like are they tracking you now is this yeah, is this I, gonna be one of those situations best of I, luck love to still consider myself somewhat of a journalist so i'm doing this for uh, you know listen i appreciate this, is this my journalistic integrity on the line but it's fine um <laughs> but no i i don't know like i don't know how this works i'm sure that cozy tv maybe has my information now um but Best it's luck with that it's um it's a weird platform first of all how dare you call it something so nice as cozy TV? There's yeah, and which I guess is part of the irony. Like that has to be an intentional. It they love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love that. It just uh, makes them cozy. Yes, exactly. This outright racism, homophobia, transphobia, all of those things. They love it. It's cozy. so cozy. Beautiful. Um, no, I I wish I could um, say more to that, but I hope that I can get my good old video game uh, uh, lawyer friend, Mark Whipple, on the show to explain to us what they could possibly do. All right, I Mark. Would... It's all oh, on you. Mark, I hope you're listening. Please DM me. Um, it's weird. It's a weird, weird thing. And speaking of, I um, actually remember seeing... During Black History Month, no less, uh, um, someone get raised, uh, not hate rated, um, swatted on their birthday. Um, that is on, so like, scary. I just, yeah. I cannot believe that that is. So that feels like that ha there has to be some legal ramification there, right? That's you're using something, something I, resources. I definitely feel that there should be. But then you have to, like, figure out how to find who did it and you know um, yeah i'm there is no part of me that says this is well i honestly don't know i uh, it will take more effort than what we are putting in now but it feels worth it oh absolutely. to protect people yeah, from yeah. assholes yes especially like come on out of state like you can't even it's, come to my face like no <laughs> it's wild come outside we just want to talk you can't like, do that <laughs> no we're not gonna jump you i promise <laughs> um uh, well uh, if there's a, if there's the one time that I'm like praying that Twitch does something, it is this time. Please, <laughs> there you go. Please help us all. Please Twitch. Please. All right. Final story for this week. Sakurai says he is working on a new project despite retiring. I don't know, like three months ago. <laughs> um, Sakurai says um, he's working on something. Um, as you might recall. Um, he literally told people, like, I uh, won't be doing anything else. Maybe you should forget about me. But later he said, um, in a re more recent interview, I have been away for a while now, but I am working on something. My eyes may be a little tired. You may <laughs> see me in the near future in a place that has nothing to do with game production. You may or may not be able to see me. <laughs> I hope to see you again in the future. Thank you very much for your time. So it... I, I, oh, it, talk about a mysterious move yeah, i mean so cryptic right but like 
I would follow him to the ends of the earth. See, there's the thing, right? (laughs) You know, I'll let it happen. What are you doing? What's happening? I feel precisely the same way about the trailer for the new uh, Jordan Peele movie. It's like, I'm not sure what's going on, but I will check it out. But I'm ready for it. Yes, there we go. Yeah. I also appreciate the, uh, there's like, um, I don't know, there's an intentional air of mystery there that I could see leaving for like, a voicemail or maybe my out of office message, you know, <laughs> like that's like, I don't, who knows next time you see me, I, maybe I'm tired. Uh, I don't know. And I also think that probably gives me an out to just like ghost work for a while. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. where's Izzy? Oh, we don't know, but she might be tired or maybe not. <laughs> it may be not to do with games or <laughs> who TTRPGs. Can say? Who it knows? It could be, but we don't know. Yeah. That's beautiful. It makes me think he's working on a movie um yeah that would okay mm-hmm. like a, maybe a smash bros movie which would be ridiculous right what like, would we call like i mean i <laughs> i would be into that <laughs> <laughs> we call like a like a vr experience those aren't necessarily games oh. just uh but feel gamey like a <laughs> i i almost said metaverse but uh <laughs> maybe not quite yeah that's that. that's a it's a whole thing now (laughs) um no i know what you're saying like a maybe um like a vr chat for smash bros right um or or bear with me here uh we were just talking about you know living in the city and i think of all these like immersive theater experiments where you where you like walk into a building and people (laughs) scream at you and approach in the darkness you know we have a lot of room to speculate here and i think Mm -hmm. that we should push it all the way so maybe it's an interactive live thing where you fight other people oh yeah mm-hmm. i know yeah that could be tm cool. yeah actually don't um, know that i would love that it would be i mean i like it would be really cool to like put on a vr headset and then become mario and oh oh you were thinking of vr actually thing. i mean yeah. either way you give me, give me the Mario costume. Better. I'll go jump on some people. That's fine. well. See, that's the thing is, like, I'm imagining now. I'll take on just a quick like a Bowser situation, which Ooh. I think, and I do think, I guess, if we had to, if I had to choose a character to play IRL, um, I feel like Bowser's like jump height is about mine. So we could ah. do the same sort of like, oh, can't get up to that platform. I'm going to wait for you to come down here, and then just trying to smash you. Yeah, or or um, old school climbing up ladders and saying, oh my gosh, or the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> ladders and hammers and saving princesses there we go see if we we've done it this is we've, the project we figured it F- out feel free to contact us yeah sakurai i'm waiting <laughs> i want some of that smash bros money come really, on. i'm not gonna say no to a check i mean <laughs> i did the work we're here i, I did the work and we're here um well whatever he's working on i'm i'm excited for it i know it'll be something worthy of the sakurai name um despite the fact that he's being super secretive about it that um, only makes it better probably uh, truly <laughs> um watch we'll all be super disappointed um, <laughs> it's like it's a journal <laughs> it's a book <laughs> get reading all right um so that basically is the end of our show and as we move along toward the end of the show we always ask that you give our listeners a recommendation which game should they be playing or maybe be on the lookout for? Oh, gosh, which game? Okay, I spent a lot of time um, 
this winter playing Murder by Numbers on my Switch. Hmm. Um, it is, I think it's done by the same people who did, um, gosh, I don't know how to pronounce this, the Hatiful Boyfriend, which ah. is like a pigeon dating yes, sim, which cracks me up. Um, and it's really like, it's uh, it's um, sort of, it's basically a puzzle game. If you've ever done a nonogram before, you know, it's sort of like a cross between Sudoku and a crossword puzzle. Um, you use numbers to fill in things. It's very mindless and numbing for me so that they took a bunch of those puzzles and then added a mystery element to it um mm. and then also just this like <laughs> it's it's so it's so fun and i hate to use the word quirky but quirky like at some point um like a uh, a drag king explains um uh like uh let's see just the i guess the gender non-binary to a robot and you're like yes this oh this is God. this is the kind of interaction that i wanted in between my puzzle game yes that is fantastic. uh so if you are into puzzle games and mysteries and just like fun cute characters i would say definitely check that one out it's a keeper it's again uh murder by numbers on switch very good um oh my gosh i honestly i wish i had something more indie to plug um but I'm actually gonna say go play Magic the Gathering Arena. Fair, um, fair. I've been paying, playing it for the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm getting better at knowing how to play cards. So that's pretty cool to me. There you um, go. <laughs> Who doesn't love building a deck? Uh, I, I don't love it. I, I don't, I can't <laughs> figure out how to do it. I'm very bad at that part. Well, I just... that was, yeah, I will say I've also never played a game of magic, but I've heard it's great. Yes. I can also say maybe I meant literally building like a porch, you know, uh, <laughs> who doesn't love building a porch? One of those two decks will almost appeal to everyone. That is very true. Um, play Magic the Gathering Arena with me. Uh, I am, again, pretty, pretty decent at it so far. Um, and I'm having a good time. So there you go. Um, as we move along, finally, can you please tell us where you would like to be found on the internet if you wish to be found and if you have anything else to plug? Yes. Yeah. Please come find me, um, on the internet. Um, I'm at, at, no, at Z underscore mist, mist with a Y because fantasy. Um, I'm on Twitter most of the time. So like, Let's hang out and talk about Wordle, and you can look at pictures of my cats. Yes. Um, Pod Against the Machine, weekly Pathfinder podcast. Um, anywhere you find, you know, podcasts, that drops every week on Wednesday. Um, no Peace and Death with Friends Who Roll Dice is bi-weekly on Wednesdays. That's a live stream um, that will eventually drop also on YouTube if you happen to miss something. Um, and the most recent project, uh, starting this Saturday, actually, um, which I don't, the Saturday, Saturday, I don't know how to do dates now. I'm panicking, panicking. <laughs> um, the next closest Saturday after <laughs> the day that this drops, um, is uh, going to be, um, a game of masks on TTRPG, which is another small streaming channel, mm. um, with my, fr- myself and a couple friends playing, um, Mask Next Generation. It's like a, it's Ooh. a TTRPG based on the what two I think two D six. Gosh, it's been a while. I'm gonna gonna need to remember that soon. Two D six systems. Everyone plays teenage superheroes, and there's just drama uh, nice. always because you know teenage superheroes. Um, it was a lot of fun. I think that those are all of the things that I can talk about right now. Um, Some things you can't talk about. I mean, there's always things you can't talk about, right? <laughs> and then just imagine I'm giving like a, a knowing look right here. Yeah, yeah, Sakurai <laughs> vibe. Ex- exactly that. I might be working 
on my tired eyes. Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is good. me. Very, very good. All right. Well, as always, you can find me at Comedy Gaming on Twitter. And you can find the weekly cooldown as well at WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit WKCooldown.com for more news and other episodes. <sighs> okay. Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I say this every week. And sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. And last week was one of those times where it didn't. So once Gotta again. Double up next week. <laughs> please. This week. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, it helps the show grow. People in, you know, Croatia can find the show and it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, if you just leave a review. People in Croatia like great content too. Mm hmm. That is true. Everywhere around the world love great content. Want to hear me talk. And <laughs> so do you. So there you know. we go. Listen. <laughs> just leave the review, damn it. <laughs> uh, be sure to check out the links in the description, including, of course, our humble bundle for this week. And remember, you can support your favorite charities and support this show. Our logo and art is done by Corgian of Doghouse Esports. Follow Corgian on Twitter at Doghouse Corgian, D-O-G-H-O-U-S-E-C-O-R-G-I-A-N. That's Doghouse Corgian on Twitter. Our intro music is done by Riki. Find Riki on Twitter as well at dog underscore noise. That's right. Two dogs here. D-O-G underscore N-O-I-S-E. Dog underscore noise on Twitter for Riki and Riki's great, great music. That's all for the weekly cooldown. I'm Kami Jace. I'm Izzy. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.